Low Elo is made possible thanks to the generous support of listeners just like you. For more information, visit lowelo.com. Had everyone play support wrong? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, you don't buy enough wards. You're listening to the only League of Legends podcast that can easily kill everyone. You're listening to Low Elo. This week in North American LCS, Cloud9 furthers their lead on the league with a 3-0 performance that includes an epic comeback victory over second place team Vulcan. In the EU, Ninjas in Pajamas and Lemon Dogs each go undefeated, putting them within a one-game swing of the tied for first and second Gambit and Alternate. This is episode 79 of Low Elo. I'm your host, Jeff Wyckoff, aka Eat Gamer. And with me, as always, although I guess we haven't co hosted in like two episodes, <laughs> uh, is Dave Quarles, <laughs> aka uh, at, Copy386. At the risk of sounding like the weird old guy in the bar still we- wearing his letter jacket, uh, 79 was my number in football in high school oh that's that's actually so my, really interesting because 79 means nothing to me <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you know i had my jersey was 79 and my parents had a giant you know wooden football helmet with the number 79 on it to put on the front lawn and tell the world that their son was a hornet a is huntsville a, hornet is that a texas thing the wooden yeah. football helmet yeah people would put like uh i don't know i'd say about four feet by four feet you put it out in the front yard and everyone would know that a huntsville hornet lives there wow that's that's kind of bizarre yeah it's like varsity blues man high school football in texas is big kind of big deal (laughs) all right and uh returning to the show uh you know thanks christian by the way my seat is all sticky and smells like candy but uh, uh, you, you can blame Rin for that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I kept right. myself nice and I, I had to be the host. <laughs> I, I, I had to take care of Rin. Yeah. That how do you weird. how do you explain the Jack sized uh, Dorito palm print on Compi's monitor? Yeah. Well, when you have a combination of uh, wanting to eat uh, salty red triangle shaped uh treats while getting angry and wanting to punch the computer screen uh things like that tend to happen (laughs) fair enough so uh yeah welcome back though christian aka all your base one two three oh i didn't really go anywhere i'm just downgrading back to third seat again (laughs) (laughs) wow he's he's getting uppity yeah (laughs) we'll have to have a talk later see just who's the boss around here but uh no the the i actually the show was an it was a uh experience to edit (laughs) that was a good time (laughs) uh yes sorry about that yeah i'm i'm pretty sure that 
we have a record number of bleeps in that episode. So, you know, bravo. <laughs> so what he's saying is at the end of the year when we host the Low Elo Academy Awards. The Lowies. The Lowies, yeah. You might win a Lowie for that. <laughs> we, got, we need we, somebody make a Lowie. Draw oh, some. Oh, man. Oh, God. You know what? No, we're saving that one. We own that one because at the end of this year, or no, we should do it at the end of the season. We're going to give out Lowies for yeah. the League of Legends. Oh, oh, that's such a great idea. Wow. We, we just actually, seriously, no lie, people. We just came up with that here. So, um, yeah, here's the format. And this is definitely going to change. But we're going to do end of the year after the season or after the season has completed. We're going to do the lowies to recognize those who stood out as esports, you know, icons and special members of the Riot community and of the League of Legends community, and of course ourselves. There will be I, nomination a nomination process for best podcast and best <laughs> podcast host and be, best podcast co-host. Oh God, I hope I win that. <laughs> I really want to win a Lowy this year. Last year I got <laughs> robbed. Yeah, no. <laughs> the last year's Lowies were a sham, dude. Yeah, Don't I mean, it's all political, that. you know. It's, it's, it's basically it a gigantic popularity contest. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, right. Actually, I want to ban the Lowy. Let's boycott the Lowy. Yeah, we're going yeah, to boycott the <laughs> All right, you heard it here. New format. We're boycotting the Lowy's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So this week on Low Elo, map-specific balancing and why it's horrible, uh, despite what Compy might say, uh, why you might want to rage more, but first... The United States has issued a P1 athlete visa to D. Crumbs, setting a precedent for professional gamers as athletes and esports as a legitimate sport. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Oh wow, <laughs> that was that was kind of extreme. <laughs> um, only because. You know, if you want to argue semantics only because, you know, athlete as a term, that's that's the kind of visa. Will we ever get a, a, a specific kind of visa, like an esports visa? I don't know. But calling them athletes is, I think, a little... Yeah, I've actually, uh, and this may end up making us unpopular, but I've actually always been kind of weary of the term, even the cyber athlete. You know, mm-hmm. it didn't quite feel right. Like pro gamer, totally down with that. Oh yeah. You know, and and I'm not saying that esports aren't a sport, but I don't see esports as necessarily athletic. Well, I mean, it's if you look at the evolution of mankind. Oh boy. You know, yeah. All yeah, right. We this is about, about to get big deep. stuff here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's sports have to start out as a completely athletic thing. What's the most popular sport in the world? Golf. Soccer. Oh. No, it's not it's not golf. Are you sure it's not golf? <laughs> <laughs> I'm one hundred percent sure it's not golf. It's soccer. Okay. I uh, thought it was cricket. Because look at look at the barrier to entry to soccer. Uh for what do you for need? everybody for everybody out of football. the United States, we're talking about football. 
which was not what I played in high school. We're not talking about Texas soccer. Yeah. All right. Food, <laughs> nobody, nobody plays soccer in Texas. I mean, the barrier to entry in soccer is you have to have something round that you can kick. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, the head of a political dissident or, <laughs> you know, I don't know, garbage taped together uh, or an actual soccer ball. So, right. you know, as as evolution happens... Does the rest of the world just call it a football? Probably. Okay. Or just a ball. Or just a ball. Pelota. Um, You know, so eSports, it's like it's at the top tier of most difficult things to get into. Yeah. And it's the first time. I mean, you have to have a computer. I mean, that's a big barrier to entry. Um, no, you raise a good point because most other sports, like the requirements are a stick and a ball at, at like the very <laughs> yeah. high end. Yeah. And then we and added all the safety equipment in progress, between. You yeah. get more and more complicated equipment. Like football is like American football is popular here. There's a way big barrier to entry there. I mean, you have to have the pads and the helmet. and But it didn't start off that way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it didn't start off that way. So, you know, just because we're we're at a point in the evolution of of sport in competitive competitive endeavors where the athleticism is no longer required because it's not taking place in the real world there's been a fantasy world created that you can control with your fingers that you can it takes place there so it's like a it's i don't know if anyone's really comfortable with the terms we're applying to it now but i like pro gamer yeah, I like programmer. I'm okay with the term esports. Like, I don't have an issue with calling it sports, and I think it's great esports. You know, electronic sports, right? Mm-hmm. So long as we don't, you know, try to call them athletes and say that they're participate. Like, and say League of Legends is an athletic event. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like we're about to become very unpopular with this view. Why? I don't. I think most people would agree that it's not athletic. <laughs> I don't know. I I I don't I just feel like there's somebody like probably at, at like Riot or MLG or something who is the moment they're they're already writing the email, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like right now they're writing the email like the you guys don't understand what athleticism is. Which is fair, but <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't define it. Yeah, I'm guessing it has some kind of you know physical requirement to it, but um, so <laughs> this is interesting because this is not the turn that I expected this conversation to take. Actually, <laughs> um, to to dig into th- things, uh, here's what went down: uh, the we, the United States issued a P1 athletic visa to D Crumbs. Uh, the P1 visa that he was issued applies to individual or team athletes and that I think is where the it's coming in that are internationally recognized uh, the US citizenship and immigration services so we're told saw no reason to not issue the visa so they issued it that, that's kind of the extent of the information that we have for all of this now there is a p1 B visa. I looked into this. Uh-oh. There is a P1B visa that is for entertainers. 
Okay, well then my question is this. Which visa do they give to professional wrestlers? Ooh. Like, not Olympic wrestling, but, you know. Yeah, no, you know, <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage, you know, may <laughs> yeah. he rest in peace. He, he died, right? Yes. Okay, okay. That was going to be real awkward if he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's dead, but, and you know, the John Cena's and, and The Rock, what, what visas do they have? Um, I feel like they probably get entertain. They must get entertainer visas because they're they're. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is trivia. I, I think we need to turn that to the listeners, unless you know and you're just leading me. No, I I don't know. Okay, but you know it's it's weird because wrestling, uh, quote unquote, is the uh, kind of first incarnation of that mix between blending of. Sp- Sports and theater, you know. Yeah, sports but, and entertainment. But like, what they do is clearly athletic. Yeah, and that's the weird thing is that you know. But it's not really it's, a sport. It's yeah, it's more accepted. It would it's more accepted as a sport. In I mean, everyone knows it's fake, but yeah. you know, you would call them athletes. Even yeah, oh, I would definitely call them athletes. I couldn't do the things that they do without dying um, look at the size of their everything hex you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh my god yeah that um and, and so yeah so that that's interesting I, I would actually like to hear that because i feel like they probably could get either i mean this is, doesn't matter at all does it <laughs> they could get either um <laughs> yeah. but it just feels weird to think of that the, that they're cool with them being athletes. I feel like if you were to give them an entertainer, like if you were to stair step them, like you know, this year all the all of the uh, pro gamers get entertainer uh, visas. Like mm-hmm. I think those are P twos or P one Bs and stuff like that. Then I'd be okay with that. And then maybe in five years we talk and it's like, okay, well we're gonna give them the P ones and say that they're athletes, but we're also going to expand upon the potential definitions of athlete, you know? <laughs> well, and here's another thing to think about is how the idea of sport as a competitive athletic event is recent. Mm-hmm. Think about old-timey old-timey guys like Theodore Roosevelt. I'm why did about he go, Theodore Roosevelt. Think about Theodore. Why did he go hunting? Um... I don't know. Is this, this like a, a knock joke? Knock? Okay. No, this <laughs> for sport. Like to get to the other side. Wait. For sport. The word sport used to mean fun. Oh. You know, back in the day. And like, you know, a century ago. So, you know, the, the idea, words change shades of meaning all the time. And, uh, you know, right now we're in that transition period for everyone's wondering what we call Esports. If you're thinking of the old meaning of sport, it could be electronic fun. <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> okay, okay. And, and so I guess uh, you know, just the word sport then under that definition would it not? Uh, it it would have nothing to do with physical activity or like I, I feel like that's probably in the definition though. Is that uh, a sport is defined by Webster or something? Uh, is like an you know an exercise of physical skill or something like that. Oh well, th- probably now that's the accepted 
definition mm, for sure. Okay. Yeah. But the you know these meanings can change is all I'm saying. Okay. <clears throat> hmm. Well, that's a good point. Meanings can change, and we as a people evolve. And uh, you know today, and, and, and I think it should be said that this was a lengthy process, and so far I've, from what I understand, only Crumbs has received a visa out of the entire esports community. And it took riot, <laughs> it took riot lawyers months to get it for him. So, like, do you think this sets the precedence? And now we're going to see a whole bunch more professional gamers with uh, visas to compete in the United States. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, okay. our legal system is based on precedent. So once the door is unlocked, it's just going to it but probably I mean, even make news. But there is, yeah, I agree. But there is a limit, though. There can only be 25,000 P visas issued every year. Oh. Mm-hmm. So does that so, mean... So saith the Wikipedia. You know, I'm, I'm going to throw the source out there right now. <laughs> so I'm going to throw the source source out so that... It has like, been written. Yeah. I'm, you know, so that nobody thinks I'm just making this up. So that, you know, the lawyer in the... Out, in the so what uh, we're listening. saying is in order to issue all the visas, something else that has been getting them is going to have to suffer. Exactly. So like, I'm wondering, is there like a professional cricket player who got the boot as a result of this? Hmm. That's interesting. Is there even a professional cricket player that's famous? In the United States? No. Well, but no, but crickets. internationally because, you know, they'd be coming to the United States. Yeah. With the whole visa thing. Right. What do you think of cricket, uh, Christian? Uh, hitting things with a bat? Or not even a bat. What is it? Like a paddle? I think they call it a bat. They call it a bat? Yeah. Um, wasn't wasn't cricket originated because some dudes wanted to hit um, gophers with like long flat bats on the ground and he made a game out of it? <laughs> Even if the answer is no, I want it to be yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna tell my grandchildren. Yeah. When they I, ask me, Grandpa. What is? Where did cricket come from? <laughs> and you know what? That was that was the response that uh, the you know U.S. immigration gave uh, <clears throat> gave that cricket player. They were just like, "You play a sport based off of a guy who wanted to hit gophers." Sorry, we're denying you your visa for uh, Mister Crumbs over here. You know. Well, I'm sure it's because it's limited. It's got to just be based on numbers. So yeah. I'm sure the riot lawyers, all they had to do was demonstrate, you know, hey, we have these live events. They get this kind of attendance. We have this many people watching, uh, you know, concurrently all the time. So I'm sure, you know, it's, it's it might be sad that some other sport or some other thing has to suffer for that. But mm -hmm. the fact is, is that it's not as popular. So again it's like survival of the fittest yeah very okay. very darwinian episode so far yeah hmm. <laughs> funny how that is on on a similar note but actually probably completely unrelated if you ever want to travel to china to cover anything do not tell them that you're a journalist <laughs> yeah <laughs> you will be labeled as ethically dubious 
and you'll be denied on those grounds. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. D- yeah. That's like over here your... calling someone a socialist. Right. That's it. <laughs> what are you, some kind of socialist? <laughs> same thing in, yeah. in China. Wait, no, not the same thing. <laughs> opposite thing. The opposite thing. Yeah. Very opposite things. Um, shoot. Let's move on. Let's move on to map specific balances. So. In the 3.9 patch, which uh, Christian and Rin were so kind to run down for us last week, there was a uh, balance that I found kind of unexpected. And so I want to turn it into a piece of dialogue this week. And that is that uh, they balanced, aka nerfed, Singed on Twisted Treeline and Cassidin on Dominion. Uh, I'm personally of the thought that this is actually a really poor move. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> but, but first you of all, my question is, I haven't played either Dominion or Twisted Tree Line <laughs> since that. So does like Singed get a little buff? Um, like <laughs> that says like sit when you mouse over, it's like Singed Twisted Tree Line, not as good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right, like the buff you get for like the you know anyway. Yeah, uh, um, I, I I haven't looked. I haven't played either since the patch. So and, and so I should clarify. I, I should set this out there that I don't play those modes. Well, I mean I play Twisted Tree Line every now and then. We do that, but I don't play Dominion. Um, I understand that there are balance issues. Trust me, there are certain champions that are simply better than others in those game modes, especially when you compare them to their roles and how they perform in Summoner's Rift. But that's also the case with Summoner's Rift. Mm -hmm. There are certain champions that just aren't as good a choice as others or that are very, like, they're niche picks. And they've said in the past, right, has said in the past that that they're okay with that. That they, you know, certain champions simply are, you know, just great as either counter picks or for very special strategies or situations and i think that the same should be allowed for every other map that they bring out and i also know that there's a counter argument here well jeff how come you don't have a problem with the items the specific items that are only available on uh, summoner's rift and only available on twisted tree line only available in dominion and the reason is is because those are items you purchase in that game mode for your champion. And that those items augment the way that the champion behaves. It, but at their core, you can either choose not to use them, or you can at least account for them because they are completely different. Right? Now, if I play Singed in Dominion, or Twisted Tree Line? No, uh, yes, on Twisted Tree Line. Thank you. If I play Singed on Twisted Tree Line, it will be a different experience, at least on a certain level. He will not be as effective from a numbers perspective. His abilities will behave differently than if he is played on Twist or on uh, Summoner's Rift or Dominion, regardless of the items that I build on him. I I disagree. I don't think they will ever touch abilities for map specific. 
what they t- if you look at what they actually touched, they reduced his armor gain per level. Yeah. So singed is just all around weaker. He still does everything that singed. Right clicking to move counts as an ability on singed. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> and reduced armor does not inhibit you from right clicking to move. It does when you plan to run through the entire enemy team. No, 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 no. See, the the map specific balancing is good. It's a good thing for the game because one, it further legitimizes Summoner's Rift. Summoner's Rift is League of Legends. It's what's played competitively. That's the game. So what this what this balancing for Twisted Tree Line and Dominion specifically does is it allows Riot to remove, like I think they said, even player frustration from those maps because because that's not the big t- that's not the big show. These are like little side games that you play for fun. You know, hmm. because it, so, you know, it it creates the stigma that if you are a Dominion player or you are a Twisted Treeline player only and you play this champion, you're playing a different version than the one on Summoner's Rift. And the one on Summoner's Rift is the real version. Yeah, but I think that that makes for a poor experience because it's inconsistent. And the maps themselves, I think, can be inconsistent, but I think that the way that the champions play needs to be consistent. And the idea that they wouldn't touch uh, abilities, they actually did touch abilities because Insanity Potion's cooldown was increased by 20 seconds on Twisted Tree Line. Instead of being 120 seconds, it's now a two full two minutes. On Crystal Scar, Cassidin, the cooldown was increased on his Rift Walk. And its range was reduced by a full 100. So the champions will play differently. It's not just the, the you know intangible stats. It's not one of those things where it's like, okay, well, I know he has a little less armor. Or I know he does a little less damage. But Singed will actually get to use his ability less. And Cassidy will use his ability less. And it will be less effective. Okay, well, but it, my point still stands that... You know, oh, yes, it does It does legitimize Summoner's Rift. It legitimizes Summoner's Rift, and it allows Twisted Tree Line and Dominion to be those fun modes. Because if you... Uh, you know, Riot collects massive amounts of data. Proof. I mean, massive no, amounts of data. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know they do. Um, and in that data probably showed that Singed is probably the number one ban or in the top two of Twisted Tree Line and same with Cassidy on Dominion so they don't want what happened to the old Twisted Tree Line which was pick Trindamir and win I mean we, our ranked Twisted Tree Line team that was our strategy <laughs> it, I mean it, we could pick it, Trindamir it still is it still is <laughs> and it still and it works, works. so you know they don't want to say oh that so it it legitimizes Summoner's Rift as the main game, but it also legitimizes um, Twisted Tree, the other maps, as fun activities. It's okay to engage in this because Riot changed the champions a little bit so that, you know, it's not just pick this champion and win. It's mm-hmm. not just pick. And, and I think the biggest singed 
on Twisted Tree Line is not as big a deal, I think, as Cassidy is on Dominion. I've seen threads and threads. If, if you ever go in the forums and drill down to the like the D- Dominion specific <laughs> forum, which you know who does that? Everyone just goes to general chat. But right. if you go to the Dominion forum, like nine out of ten threads will be like Cassidy, Cassidy, Cassidy. You know, everyone grumbling about it. Hmm. Um, so I, I think it, I... it allows for, for for fun, and that's what those game game modes are. It's just for fun, not really that competitive. Yeah, no, I you know I I keep looking for a way to equate this like to magic and be like, well, they don't they don't errata a single card so that it plays differently in different tournament formats, but the fact is is that they have different bannings and different you know uh, different rules as far as what can be played and what cannot be played, very black and white. So there's they have a way to mitigate that also. I just, I don't like the idea. I don't like the precedence that it's okay for a champion to be different on two different maps. Yeah. I think it's okay for them to have different roles, but I feel like if Kassadin is overpowered in uh, Dominion, then that is a deficiency in the design of Dominion, not a deficiency in the design of Kassadin. And it should be treated as such. Well, not if every champion is specifically designed for Summoner's Rift. Yeah. You know, Singed's cooldown can be a lot shorter on Summoner's Rift because he spends a lot of time alone or against one person. You know, but in Twisted Tree Line, if he can just run around with his ult on all the time, then that's bad because he's got a very small space where he can do that, and that's very detrimental to, you know, yeah. fun. No, I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I still think that the issue is, you know, the maps, not the champions. You find a way to balance. No, the see, map. when when you can get mad is when they start selling champions for IP for specific maps. Like I, I I'm going to buy Summoner's them. Rift Cassadin, <laughs> which only unlocks him on Summoner's Rift. That's that's that'll be the day. Yeah. Okay. Let's hope that that never happens. <laughs> and um, that oh, they not an idea. That. <laughs> yeah, they they'd never do that. Okay. So then let me let me shift the the talk a little bit. How about Orb of Winter? Orb of Winter? Yeah. Orb oh. of Winter is a a new yeah. item that behaves much like barrier on <clears throat> on uh the new Aram map. What is it? Howling Abyss or Howling Fury? Yeah. It's supposed it it's supposed to make it a lot more bearable if you're going against a poke heavy team comp in Howling Abyss. It basically if I'm getting this right, it gives you a shield so that you don't you absorb more poke damage and like recharges after a set amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. So this uh, you know, to address a certain kind of team comp when the players don't get to choose the team comp. Does that... I, f- I feel like that is, you know... I don't get it. Maybe if I played more ARAM, I would get it. Well, uh, yeah, you really should play... Well, uh, no, I shouldn't say you should play more, but <laughs> if you had an idea of what it's like to play ARAM and having to go against a Nidalee, Jace, and uh, who Lux. else? Like Maokai, Lux, Ezreal, Caitlyn. Yeah. <laughs> but how can you be mad about that? It's random. Yeah. Like, you got what you signed up for. Now, like, I can understand well, if... People, like, people... If it, 
if if a team could you know walk in there and be like, hey guys, let's make an OP team that's all poke comp. We're gonna school them, and it was just completely you know imbalanced, and there were bans and picks of involved and everything, and that's the way to win. I get it. You know what? Sure, let's let's make an item because, like I said, I'm more open to the items on specific maps, but that's not the case here. This is a let's roll dice and see what we get just for fun. Are there really people who are like then raging? And yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah it's it because it's just for fun. It's not fun when you go against a poke team because it's like you can't win. Like no matter how good you are, if you're stuck with Renekton or you know any insert melee champion here, you know people hate rolling melee champions on on Howling Abyss. Um, well, maybe but, we should increase their attack range on Howling Abyss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's not the real game. So. Okay, I'm willing to accept that. But uh, give so melee ch- give melee champions longer weapons and give yeah. like give, give like a Lee Sin longer arms, so he's like Gumby or something like that. I love this idea. This is the best idea ever. Yeah, in Udir, you switch to Bear Sance, you choose whoever you want to stun. Yeah, it's like, like a it's a, a global range. stun. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And it's like the champion who gets hit is like, wow, what was that? I feel like I just got hit by a bear or something. <laughs> and and Singed can toss from like 15 feet away. He, he just tosses you off the bridge. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my gosh. How come we can't toss people off the bridge? Yeah. Or, yeah, like, or like bunker shot or... Dude. Yeah. If I, could, if I could throw people off the bridge or like... Alistair headbutt people off of <laughs> off of the bridge. <laughs> I would play more Aram. How come that yeah. mechanic doesn't exist? That'd be hilarious. And it's not like you can build a team comp around that. And and even if it becomes a problem, we'll just make an item that makes it so that you know you can't be your position can't be. It'd you be know, a bungee def- cord, exactly, with, a, with like a thirty second cooldown. So. Exactly, you'd place it like a ward. <laughs> You'd place it like a ward, and anytime you get knocked back or tossed or anything like that, you just bungee back to where you placed it. I'm still holding out for kill streaks. Like, oh yeah, like three Call kills, of Duty you style. get to yeah, Call of Duty, three kills, you get to you know summon summon Singed, and he walk, he just like runs down the enemy aisle. <laughs> no a tank, or like seven kills is a helicopter that just hmm. flies around killing everyone. And then like a stealth bomber and then yeah. 25 kills, you can nuke the map and win automatically. Yeah. We get a whole bunch of dogs in there and they just go after everybody. Yeah. Man. Okay. You know what? We just found a way to make uh, ARAM fun for all of us who think ARAM is stupid. Well, I, I'm not going to speak for you guys. For for me, who thinks ARAM is stupid. It's stupid. Okay. <laughs> me on that. All right, so it sounds like we've we've reached a reconciled state. That I acknowledge your argument, but I still think it's dumb. Not your argument. <coughs> balancing for a particular map is dumb. I'm going to be stubborn on this. Is that okay? Can I just be stubborn? Yeah, is that going to be bad blood? I don't care. Okay, good. So as long Whatever. as you don't as long as you don't care, I think we both win. Yeah, don't care. Sweet. 
hold on to that pent up anger. Hey, speaking <laughs> of anger, rage our next... is a healthy thing <laughs> until you let it impact others in the game, of course. Yeah, 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 that's the caveat. Yeah, that's the caveat. So I'll turn this one over to Compi. I have a feeling he can uh, <clears throat> speak more eloquently on this situation. All right. So everyone listening, I want you to close your eyes. Is that include Why? us? Um, yes. That, yes. Includes, that includes us, Christian. I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to lay back on the couch. Um, you don't have to do a- that because, you know, you'd be far away from the mic, so. Yeah, well, lay down on the couch, and uh, we're going to talk about feelings and why feelings are natural, feelings are healthy, and uh, it's good to have them. Rage, rage is a feeling. It's a very common feeling, an all too common feeling in League of Legends. One of the reasons why we started Loilo was to combat this rage, but it's not the feeling of rage we actually want to combat. It's how that feeling is dealt with. Um, so I wanted to clear up some misconceptions here because in a recent email uh, that I, we didn't, I didn't read on the show, we didn't, we didn't address it, but uh, a guy, he was a thank you email. We get lots of those. Um, he called us his lol heroes, mostly for quelling his rage, his undying insatiable rage. Um, and uh, we don't want to give off the false impression that we are immune to rage because we are human beings and we have feelings the same feelings you do so we're not trying to you know say that rage itself is necessarily negative but as soon as you let it affect other people that's what's not acceptable yeah it's that's what's not acceptable so for the past i would say six months Jeff and I have not played League of Legends and, and this is a story from from we have not played League of Legends when we were not streaming every time we were playing League of Legends we were streaming and we discovered because last night we played a game just the two of us it was like it was like the old days before Loilo even began it was just the two of us queuing in normals uh, and we'd get three random teammates and play. And we were, of course, we, we were on Skype. But it was very therapeutic because we were raging so hard at our teammates. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just we not didn't in, say, yeah. Yeah, to each other. We didn't type anything in chat as far as those teammates were concerned. I mean, I think we even got good teammate voted from one of them. <laughs> I, I actually got two uh two teamworks i think it was either two <laughs> yeah. teamworks or two friendlies yeah so. we didn't say any a word to them yeah a and word. we never when we never retaliated by feeding or baiting them or anything like that yeah yeah we played you know properly but in the skype call oh that new new behind was a closed new. doors that new new <laughs> was so freaking bad oh my god it was horrible <laughs> and not only was it a little bit fun to rage that in that way i mean it was just it was a blast i mean we were making yeah. fun of the nunu we were making jokes 
Um, and it know. was and it was okay because it was between us and it was kept tasteful. You know, the we never set out to ruin anyone's day or impact somebody <laughs> else's day. Right. And and that's that's kind of the whole point, you know. It's it's okay to have like those those negative emotions are inevitable. We are how'd you put it, Compi? We are not a monastic order. Yeah, yeah. We're not trying to create a monastic order here. We don't want you, everyone to like feel like they have to suppress their rage in like a Vulcan way, or that you know you'll end up like the guy from the Da Vinci Code who like tortures himself. We don't want that. No. Yeah. So, you know, besides rage, Vulcans are lame. <laughs> yeah, they're totally lame. To Paul, it was hot though. Yes, um, she was. <laughs> uh, God, that distracted me. <laughs> Oh, Enterprise reference. Wow. <laughs> you get them all here. <laughs> um, yeah, so we don't want you to, to feel like you have to torture yourself and suppress that rage. But it's it's like, and I want to think of a, an apt analogy for this, but I'm ever since that one episode, I'm... Yeah, you I'm should little... be cautious with your analogies. <laughs> I, I, I can't just come up with off-the-cuff analogies. Yeah, no, suddenly this is going to be like, it's like if you had a parrot. And you were in the middle of a restaurant. And on the menu, there's a Hulk mask. And so you order the Hulk mask, and the parrot dies. And you know what? Hey, marijuana's legal in three states. <laughs> that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. But it's, what I'm going for is that rage is perfectly okay if you're sharing it with friends like and not directing it at them right and you you keep it hidden from the public specifically teammates that are not you know one of your friends yeah and, and, and don't team. let it impact your play yeah as as long as if that's a big thing that a lot of people will have the rage and then it will severely impact their play if if you're not maybe as experienced with league as we are you know we've been playing a long time then you might not be able to you know keep playing you know to win i mean we never surrendered i mean we there was at no point where we were like oh we're gonna give up in fact our crappy new new guy tried yeah. to surrender and we, <laughs> we voted no you know like because we it was possible that we could win that game if he suddenly grew half a brain um <laughs> Which and you know that didn't happen. No, they ended up it didn't happen. It but it wasn't happen. our fault, so it's okay. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> it was bad, I mean, Nunu. Oh. <laughs> so in the past, when you've heard us say things like "Don't blame your teammates, blame yourself," if you're on a Skype call with friends, feel free to blame your teammates. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, at some point, you do have to call it like it is. You know, not everything is your fault. Yeah. Well, but, you know, reflect, see if there's something else that you could have done better. And uh, you know what? If you've got a vent, just don't vent on other people. Yeah. Keep it away from the in-game chat. Christian, have you ever raged? Oh, you have no <laughs> idea how many times I've raged. Well, I'm sure you do, but... <laughs> I have a good idea of a few. I can think of a few times you've raged. I mean, I've had, I've had my off days. I go to top... And I'm not doing well, 
and you'll know that I'm mad because I'm like grunting a whole bunch, like, <sighs> yeah, and I'm kind of and slapping kind down of, your mouse. I hear yep. that one too. You yeah, slap you, down you your mouse. Hear my mouse being slapped and my my desk getting smashed into <laughs> little pieces. That that's my form of expression of rage. I feel like we should open it up to the community and do a do a call out for like rage confessionals. Yeah, yeah. Tell us tell us how you rage. Yeah. And uh you know and, and and actually I'm not even going to make it a requirement that you tell us uh how it do, you know how you rage in a manner that doesn't affect others because I think it it's actually good reflection if you were to look back and you know really ask yourself okay when I do rage what are the effects and what do I do? And, you know, share that with the world, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not necessarily what we want you to do, but it might give you an idea of where you can grow. But, I mean, if you're lured to the meeting by the free coffee and donuts, then you're going to have to stand up in front of everyone and say, oh my gosh, yeah. you know, my name is Compi and I'm a rager. My name is Jeff Wyckoff. <laughs> and I've been playing Jungle for a couple of years now, and... You know, uh, sometimes when I go to gank somebody's lane and they're just not ready or, you know, they're just not fast enough or high enough level or, you know, let's face it, they're just not good enough. You know, sometimes I start to let the rage take o- But I'm trying to my, dial it back. <laughs> my, my name is Christian and going against Jason top lane is bogus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know what? Maybe we should. Uh, I, I have an idea, Christian. Hmm. I think that we should uh, nerf Jace so that he doesn't get an ultimate on Summoner's Rift. <laughs> Only on. I, I like that. I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> like it's good on the other maps, but you know what? Summoner's Rift. He doesn't get an ultimate. Well, I, I can just imagine Morel talking like, "We we looked at the how Jace has way too many abilities in Summoner's Rift, so but it still seems to fit well in Twist Treeline." Or Howling Abyss, so we removed his ultimate in Summoners, but kept it in the Twist Tree line to, so that players can still enjoy the feel of Jace, but in a more <laughs> now, he, now when Jace format. spawns, he has a fifty percent chance to start in melee mode and a fifty percent chance to start in rage mode. <laughs> <laughs> this this will bring a lot of interesting counterplay and. But anyway, guys, to to end the meeting, I want to thank you for sharing. Um, it's you were very brave to share, um, and I would like to end the meeting with a little prayer. So, uh oh, um, this is a non-denominational prayer. This is yes, this is a non. So, dear freak, <laughs> dear freak, grant us yeah. the serenity. <laughs> To accept the things we cannot change, and I can't remember the rest. Anyway, yeah, neither, neither can. <laughs> Grant me the serenity to accept the teammates that I cannot change, and the uh, fortitude to continue ganking their lanes, even though I know they're not ready. Even we're paying attention, ping. yeah, we're, we're, we're paying attention, or capable of, you know, feeding themselves without staining a shirt oh this is therapeutic this is good, this is good. yeah rage <laughs> yeah. i mean it's oh. 
it's good to get it out there in the open and, and share. So, and guys, we do seriously send us your rage confessionals and put put rage in the subject line so we yeah, know so it's we a rage confessional. And uh, someone write us a version of that, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous <laughs> prayer. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be a good time. And uh, but it goes without saying. I'll, I guess I'll say this a little bit early. Uh, everything you heard here, keep in mind. Uh, because there's room to take it out of context. Stay classy, okay? Yes. Stay classy. Onward to more fun things. So a couple of weeks ago, I had to. Uh, now let's let's not beat around the bush. I I fell asleep because I hadn't haven't been getting much sleep, and uh, the game was proposed that other people send in a game. Now I know we read a couple of those. Um, yeah, a, a couple. Of, one interesting one in particular. Yeah. Although, are we? You know what? I, we're kind of jumping the gun. Do you think we should get yeah, the feedback have, from? Yes. So last week, Christian, you want to tell us what you asked for for the game? Didn't you? Um, ask? Yeah, I, I asked. Brave man, by the way, brave man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I asked uh, on the just the last second thought because I didn't think of a game for last week. I asked, hey, guys, let us know how we did on this podcast. Just written me. And, well, do we have responses? Yes, I have two responses that I've, uh, that I've picked out here. One is from Squid88. He says, congratulations, with a G. You named all the social media better than Jeff has ever done. This is just a little bit embarrassing since I set up all of that social media <laughs> and my job is to manage social media. So but, yeah. for the record, I had <laughs> I, I, I had like a list with me just to make sure I didn't miss anything. You know I don't what? Know if you I used to do that and I still missed stuff. So I stopped <laughs> doing it. And then I got worse. <laughs> Oh, well, congratulations, Christian. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, congratulations. Congratulations. Our second email comes from Dr. Mundo. Okay. Whoa, he wait, says, what? Yeah, it's from Dr. Mundo, who apparently doesn't know what caps lock is. He says, Mundo has kidnapped small child and is bashing face on the keyboard to type email. Mundo, you got to do this in a Mundo voice, man. I, uh, see, I was going to, but... Mundo turned on iPod and had big scare when Mundo find out that Christian and the dumb dumb little Yordle Rin were doing podcast. That's a terrible movie. No, that's really good. I think you should just just keep going with that. Mundo immediately wanted to smash stupid Rumble's face in without the sh the soothing sounds of Jeff's voice to calm my Yordle bloodlust. <laughs> if this ever happen again, Mundo will find all of you, chop you up into small pieces, and force Heimerdinger to construct big organic battle suit for, for Mundo Corp, Corp war effort against the Yordle Smellies. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. It didn't sound anything like Mundo, but I'm glad we went there. <laughs> yeah, so... I think so was... I think that review was more negative than the first. I'm I gonna... think it was a 50-50 split, though, in total. Like, people who loved it. And of the two that I picked, didn't. yes, there was a 50-50 split. <laughs> one was positive, one was negative. Okay, okay. But it actually came from a listener named George. But it was fun to get a get an email from Dr. Mundo. 
Yeah, no, it's very creative. I like it. I like it a lot. So, uh, but I, for one, will say good job, um, especially since you hosted at the last minute and uh, you've actually I can't say never. You've you hosted one show before. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, for I believe April first, twenty twelve. Yeah, I'm really good at these gimmick episodes. Yeah. I mean, if you ever need me to do any more of those, just let me know. All right, we will. <laughs> I don't, but I don't think you could uh, sustain a a uh, uh, sad mummy. Help me out. Uh, sad mummy. A moo moo. Thank you. I don't think you could. I don't think you could uh, sustain a a moo moo voice for a full hour. I think I can so. accept that shit. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, so uh, now let's get to the game from two weeks ago. Yes, which is technically so when, this week's game. When I hosted two weeks ago, <laughs> we gave the game out that because we also forgot to come up with the game. <laughs> uh, God, it's summer vacation. Um, so you had to. Everyone submitted their own ideas for what the game next week should be. So we're going to do that now. Uh, the one I picked is from Distracted Toast. We got a lot of entries. Thank you for the entries, but we can only pick one. Uh, so Detra Distracted Toast says, uh, if you could have one champion as a house pet in real life, who would it be? For example, I would pick Nidalee's tiger form because tigers are the coolest house pets ever. Hmm. Hmm. I'd uh, pick whichever house or whichever champion I'd most want to cuddle with and pet. So. Miss Fortune? Yeah, like Misfortune or Catalina or something like that. <laughs> you, wait, would it be like an animal form of the champion or just the champion? Ooh, I don't think he specified. Nope, he didn't. Hmm. Maybe we can add on to that. Maybe we can say if you could, if this champ would be your pet, like what kind of pet? Would oh, it be? and what kind of pet would they be? Yeah. Ooh, like, yeah. <laughs> like Singe would be that dog that's always farting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Singe would be my pet skunk. Oh right. You know, they actually, you can have pet skunks. They, uh, they'll, like, de-stink them and everything. Huh. Yeah. Is that the well, uh, official <laughs> veterinary term? I, I don't uh, How much for the de-stinking? Uh, well, while, while I'm pretty sure you could bring your skunk into a, you know, a veterinary hospital and request a de-stinking, and they probably <laughs> know what you meant, you're right, it's like, probably not the technical term for the I need uh boss I need a Tuesday off I'm getting uh my skunk de-stinked de-stinked so yeah I'm getting singed I'll be I'll be in a little late <laughs> yeah uh, that's okay yeah so pets. which which champion would you like as a pet and what pet would they be I'm gonna go with Ms. which Bull. which makes my previous answer a little bit less awkward and weird and awesome but yeah it would be a misfortune and she can be a misfortune pet <laughs> she can be a misfortune <laughs> that's not a valid answer <laughs> yeah all right i'll uh, i'll reserve my answer for next week because i suddenly have no good answers for this one but you can send those uh, answers along with general email which we're about to do to team at lowelo.com. And uh, it always helps, like for the rage stuff, put rage in the subject. For the contest, you know, put contest somewhere in the subject. It at least gives us, or, uh, or sorry, game, 
put right. the game somewhere in the subject because it gives us something to search for and mm-hmm. uh, easily, you know, coordinate. It's, those are more likely to get picked. <laughs> yes. To be read on the show. So, yeah, because yeah. they're easier for us to, to you know, disseminate. And, yeah, there you go. There you go. Big word. <laughs> Try another one. Um, email. Email. But first. Oh, no, we're going to do email. But first, we want to do an official low elo around the world update. Oh, yeah. It's, well, it's actually an email. But uh, DeBoomster, with two R's, mm-hmm. uh, reports that he listened to an episode of Low Elo on top of the Burj Khalifa. That's, uh, I'm guessing that's something really important. Wait, <laughs> Christian, no. you know what the Burj Khalifa is? It's a cake. It's somewhere on the face of the planet, I'm guessing. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. This is good. Let's let's just drill down. You know, is it a <laughs> mineral? mineral? <laughs> uh, no, it's the uh, the tallest building in the world. Right. It's the in in Dubai. Yes. The, in the UAE. Yes. So. I actually knew that. And if you've seen pictures, if you haven't, you go look at pictures because this building is stupid. Yeah. I've seen. <laughs> aren't there videos of people like at the top? Like just looking down, and it's just—it's wow! It's really scary. Oh, you know what? I haven't actually seen that, but I've de- I've seen the pictures of it, and it—it's—it's it's crazy because you look at the hotels and stuff that are near it, and you realize that those hotels are you know like 15, 20 stories tall, <laughs> yeah. and they're just like they're stupid looking. You know, it's like who put that dumb little toy next to that like model <laughs> of a uh, thing, and you realize that holy crap, it's real. But it's. It's very like wide, like it spreads out, and mm-hmm. has like towers like like lead to more towers until you just have this big spire in the middle shooting into the sky. It's uh, pretty impressive, pretty yeah. impressive. I think we should get an office there. No. <laughs> um. So the low elo around the world update. If you guys want to send us interesting places where you've listened to low elo that be another thing you can send us uh we i want to also give a shout out to uh i believe his name is evan or ethan but uh, his summoner name is nalen palin 69 and he was our (laughs) alaskan which i love he's our alaskan listener who almost got killed by a moose he sent us like a bunch of pictures of a moose like in his backyard like just like eating grass and chilling but yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of cool. So we'll have Opening to put that those up on my on phone Facebook. and seeing yeah. seeing a moose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they're huge, man. It says six feet tall. Oh my gosh, I know those things are gigantic. like to their shoulder, six feet tall. I hear that they're ter- ter- territorial and they hunt in packs. Yep, and they open I doors. I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm, I may be lying. Yeah, about the second one, but <laughs> in fact, just go watch Jurassic Park and replace re- replace all the Velociraptors with, with moose. moose. Right. <laughs> basically the same thing and yeah. uh similar results too yeah they killed they killed the t-rex in the end wait did mm-hmm. they kill the t-rex yeah okay okay i just yeah. couldn't remember if like the the moose killed the t-rex or if they like just distracted it long enough for everybody to escape see now you're thinking about it too you yeah, don't know. I am. that might have ha- i don't think we actually saw the t-rex die but yeah. i mean jurassic park that was like well, you can't it's show a great, T-Rex man. die on TV. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe I was watching the TNT edit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so email. 
we got a first email from High Cures. Uh, hi, I'm High Cures, not pronounced High Cures. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe that it's uh, like Hickerus or something. Hickeries, Hickeries. I don't know. Hickeries. I like that. It's, it sounds very Greek. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm going to summarize here. He started listening on episode 21. He loves it. Uh, we've cured his rage and found cl- and helped him fi- find classiness. And uh, it's a great email. But in his postscript, he asks a question, and that's what I wanted to bring up. He says, "Are you guys bronies?" Apparently, he was listening to the Hecarim episode, mm. and uh, so I'm going to answer that uh, for myself. I am a giant brony. I have. Uh, my wallet has a picture of Rainbow Dash on it. Oh, that's right. Have, you have the Rainbow Dash wallet. Yep, and I have, I have at my desk at work, I've tweeted pictures of this before, but I have I have my Trindomir statue, which I got at Season 2 Worlds. And then around him, I've got a little Pinkie Pie and a little Twilight Sparkle, and I, which I think is hilarious to be standing next to Trindomir. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I've got, uh, I got some cards as well that I've put on the put on the cork board wait you got cards yeah i like, know my uh like my niece cards? my like four five four year old niece got started getting into my little pony and she got all these toys and she would bring me stuff and give me stuff so i kind of <laughs> when i yeah that's adorable yeah uh christian are you a brony i never really confirmed this one mm, no not as much not really i mean I haven't really watched any episodes at all. I've watched like the first half of the first episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like it's something I well, the I first episode was a two parter. So, you know. <laughs> so technically, only you watch the you know quarter of the first episode. <laughs> yeah, you know, get it right. Seriously, don't you don't want to misrepresent your experience. <laughs> what about you, pony? Jeff? Are you a brony? Um, I don't know if I count. Because I don't, like, I actually just purchased and just received my first piece of uh, physical, like, My Little Pony memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got this shirt that is of uh, Rainbow Dash, but she has, like, gigantic wings, like the old Thunderbird logo that used to be, you know, that they put on the cars. Mm-hmm. She has gigantic wings like that, and it's pretty badass looking. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I count as a brony. I, I really liked the show. It was cool. And uh, I just don't have as much memorabilia laying around. But I do, I do happen to know that there is a special edition uh, DJ Pony uh, figure that's going to be at a, that's going to be an exclusive actually to San Diego Comic Con. Mm. And uh, you know, I I realize, listeners, that you know it's probably worth a lot of money, but I would kill Christian. If I could get my hands on one of those, kill Derpy Dash, <laughs> you monster! Yeah, I would. I'd kill that guy. Like you, <laughs> you could make that a requirement. I'll silence him forever. So yes, the answer to your question is that yes, uh, okay. Jeff and I are bronies. In fact, uh, my current Skype picture is. Uh, Fluttershy giving the look, and if you're a brony, you'll understand that. And uh, Jess isn't right now, but for a long time, it was the one of Rainbow Dash, like where she looks kind of like surprised. So it was yeah. like when we were in a call together, it was like Fluttershy was glaring at Rainbow Dash, and she's all like surprised. But anyway, 
Yeah, and now, right now it's a sushi cat. Yeah, it's a sushi cat, which is hilarious. For the longest time, Comfy wanted to change my avatar to Derpy Dash. You should have. It's not, like, it's not Derpy Dash. It's it, just, no, it's derp, just derpy. Derpy. Yeah. derpy. Yeah, it's Rainbow Dash. God. And Derpy. Oh, I didn't any... say I was a brony. They're, like, they're both Pegasi. But You're like my dad walking in saying, you playing that StarCrafters? <laughs> <laughs> like, they just add things to it. Like, it's... You've never heard me say StarCrafters. It's StarCraft. Anyway. What? I feel like that should, that should be like a, a, an academy for StarCraft or something. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of dads, we got another email from Sir Slips, who is actually uh, formerly known as I Hate Slippy, a longtime listener and friend of the show. Uh, he says he's been watching LCS. I've been watching LCS as much as I can uh, since it's summer, and my 50-year-old dad has been occasionally sneaking in to see what I'm doing while it's on. He's now totally into LCS and uh, understands the basic rules and concepts of League. He told me he really wants to learn more, but has zero interest in playing, uh, in playing or watching me play and doesn't always get things when I try to explain stuff to him. Any suggestions on how to help him be able to learn and gain a bigger interest in League? That's actually really cool. Um, I want to start off by saying, hey, what's up, Slippy? You know, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, nice to hear back from you. Uh, two, I don't know. Like, But I think this is a bigger question because it goes to um, people who... You know, because there are lots of the the big argument we had with other sports is like people who have never played a sport can be a fan of the sport. Yeah. So how can people who have never played league be a fan of league of you know being a, only a spectator? Which um, is, and it sounds like this guy is like he's now kind of a a fan. Yeah, which is cool because I yeah. I would not think that would happen because I mean it's just so complicated. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, no, it like well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it isn't. Maybe it isn't. Like maybe the intricacies are. I mean, have you ever yeah. tried to have you ever tried to explain icing to someone who doesn't watch, you know, NHL hockey? Uh, no, because I don't know what icing is. Okay, well, I know it was a penalty. It's a penalty that happens sometimes when I played like Wayne Gretzky hockey '99 on my Sega Genesis. <laughs> But I never understood why it happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So here, um, how can I put this? Icing occurs uh, when when a player sends the puck across the middle red line, the center uh, red line, mm -hmm. and the uh, opposite team's goal line, and the puck remains untouched the entire way but if the puck is shot from behind the halfway line into the goal or you know passed to someone yeah right like if, if it's a goal it's a goal so it's but, yeah like if it go you know if they're if it's shot from a certain point past the red line well, but still, though, league is is so complicated <laughs> in the fact that it, if you know a, fi a a five v five team fight, there is so much going on. I mean, and you have to. It, 
in my opinion, the reason I think it, it could never be a purely spectator sport is that, you know, you have to understand what the hero, what the champion's basic abilities are in order to understand why certain things are good. I mean, if you think of like an ash arrow, you see a giant arrow come out of this archer and it hits everyone and they're all stunned. I mean, I can get that from a player's perspective, but uh, I don't know, or from the spectators. Yeah. No, it's... Uh... <clears throat> I think I think to to return to the email and give a little advice. I think you just keep watching with him, and yeah. you know as things happen more and more often, he'll get it. And as you explain it, you know in different ways, then he'll get it. I mean, he. I'm guessing at this point he clearly knows what the objective. Excuse me, what the objective of the game is. Yeah, that's the easiest part. In, in general, blow that up. Achieved. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> But and, I think you know. I think you'd start off just probably with explaining the meta and that there are positions, you know. Well, do you think? Probably be I, the first I wouldn't step. even do that. I'd just explain like when an ability happens, what happened, like why it did that, you know. Well, and I guess too the casters do a pretty good job of like getting excited when things happen. So maybe. yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. I just keep him. I just keep him watching. But that is cool, uh, you know. Well, yeah. No, regardless, it's very. Bring cool. your. We should have an official like uh, watch LCS with your dad day. Bring your bring your parents bring to your esports dad. day. <laughs> bring your parents to esports. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> yeah. I I, totally. I almost feel like there's potential for homework here. It's like, you know, <laughs> bring a video camera, and then. Explain esports or no, explain, yeah, explain League of Legends esports to your parents in 20 seconds or less and record the result. It's like the videos of the people reacting to the Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? Yes. Oh, I did. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to watch that twice because, you know, I didn't read the books. Mm. So I was just like, no, <laughs> no. I just, I just want you to appreciate how difficult it's been not to just tell you everything that happens. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, you, I, I really. You do. spoiled it for me, Conky. I did. Yeah, I totally did. Oh, well. Then you have nothing to appreciate. So. <laughs> well, actually, because you told me, I felt like the guy who read the book beforehand, and while well, everyone else who was watching with me. I just had that sort of smug satisfaction that you <laughs> yes, see? If you want, I can tell you more, Christian. No, that just we got that. I, I know okay, I I have a sense of the smug satisfaction. That's all I need. Thank you. Yeah. You knew that was gonna happen before everybody else did. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you don't want to know anymore. I'm 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 good, copy. Yeah. No more knowledge, spoilers, please. Knowledge is a power that, you know, we do not want to wield. Uh all right. We got another email from Wyatt. Now, and we occasionally get these emails. His email says, I've been on hiatus from League for about five months now. I want to get back into it. What are some things I should know about the state of the game, and how should I should I adjust? I mostly play top lane and jungle. Um, hmm. You know, we periodically get these questions all the time, but I think it's a good opportunity to, like, talk about how the game has evolved up until the point it is. Um... But five months isn't a, isn't that bad. 
because it's still in season three. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Some new champions. Um, well, he played. He said he played top lane, so um, we should let him know about Aatrox, I guess. <laughs> well, the, I think the lessons of the new champions; those are things that he's just going to have to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at by playing, but the core of the North American solo queue meta hasn't changed. Like the core of the North American solo queue is still, you know, send one top, one mid, two bottom, one jungler. So, like, the meta, from that perspective, just hasn't changed. There's new champions, and there's some, you know, new items and everything. Uh, Don't try to buy more than five potions. It doesn't work. (laughs) It's it's funny that we pick things like that out, but, you know, I mean, how else is he going to know, right? That's true. He's like, what? I can't (laughs) buy six potions? Can't buy six potions? How am I supposed to play Katarina mid? Can't buy 12? What is yeah. this madness? I guess, I guess it's no. I guess it's not that bad because you know five. So he was probably around for League of Cleavers. Yeah, he was probably around for League of Cleavers. Season three and the, the whole health thing. Uh, yeah. So, um, which I'm yeah, which I'm pretty happy is kind of evened out. Yeah, it's it has. It has corrected um, it itself. It was it was rocky for a little bit there, but yeah. so League of Cleavers no longer exists. Uh, you know, League of Health is no longer as big of a deal of, as it used to be, or League of Warmogs is no longer as big of a deal. Uh, let's see. Force of Nature is the, still out of the game. I guess the focus, though, on, like, the pushing, which has really come up in the... Oh, the, yeah, the game has gotten like, a lot more aggressive. Thing. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. The, the, the game is more aggressive now, typically. And expect a, towers to go down faster than they used to. Exactly. There's become more focus by individual players even. So this does uh, count towards solo queue. There's more focus now on capitalizing on the absence of the enemy team to secure objectives on the map. And that means, you know, if you have an advantage that you created through a successful gank, take a tower. If you you know if the other team is making a play at dragon that you cannot contest, take a dragon <laughs> or, or sorry, take a tower. Um, you know, just take advantage of absence of the enemy team to secure objectives, and that's become and, and it's very aggressive. You know, it's very aggressive now. Mm-hmm. Not not in the same way as as you know traditionally as in trying to kill people. But uh, just for the sake of killing, it's trying to kill people so that you can get those objectives. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah. So I think that's really the kind of the only thing that uh, that's really changed, except for all the new new champions. Yeah, I feel like if we wanted to go more in depth, we'd be here all day because there's there's like lots of tiny little things and all that. But uh, I really think if he's looking for advice, I'd actually sit down and watch some LCS. Yeah. See because, what the pros are doing. Yeah, you'll you'll get an idea just from watching what uh, I mean, or you could use spectate mode and watch, you know, high level uh, Elo play in Challenger Circuit and all that inside the client. So you can just click around and take a look at whatever you want. But at least in LCS, you'll get to see that high level play. You'll get to see a lot of the latest champions because some of them are represented, and you'll get a general feel for what they do, how they perform, and uh, the casters should you know do a good job of walking you through that. So, um, if you're looking for advice, I think the LCS website and uh, spectator mode are your friend. Yep.
Or you could yeah, just go, you so. know, roll jacks and roll face on top. <laughs> yeah, just be, you know, blissfully ignorant about everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just so, solo, solo the entire game. I always think it's funny when people like if uh, when like a champion makes like a comeback like that, Mm -hmm. like someone who was traditionally popular, then just kind of faded and then came back. I always imagine it's someone who like hasn't played for three months or something. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like coming back, like, you know, I used to do this and it was OP. And then you realize, hey, it's still OP. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. It's like that one guy shows up and, you know, everyone's just like, what? Who's Cassiopeia? Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, well you know she was really big right around um, I don't know August September in season two. Yeah, yeah. Keep an eye out, people. You haven't seen Cassiopeia in a while, have you? Hmm. Chuck and snakes. She was. She was really big for a while. Yep. I think. I there's feel room like we should do it. a. We should do a. Where are they now? <laughs> VH1 or, style. VH1. You know where are they now? <laughs> I loved the season twos mm. instead of I love the 80s. <laughs> yeah, instead of I love the 80s. I get it. No, that's good. Yeah. But look at that. thanks for the emails, guys. Um, we love getting emails, and uh, I think these were really good for for spurring discussion. Yeah, I really um, liked the uh, the moose pictures. Yeah, the moose think, pictures were... Funny. I think people should send us more pictures of wildlife that they, you know, take themselves <laughs> This is not yeah. an excuse to send us pictures that you didn't take, because that's not cool. No one's impressed yeah. by that. But, you know, taking a picture of a moose with your iPhone, I'm down with that. That's cool. Yeah. Now I can say that uh, some guy, you know, on the internet sent me a picture of a moose that he actually took. Yeah. He didn't <laughs> just go to Google Images and, like, send me a picture of a moose. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> There was a guy who sent us a picture a while ago, and I wish I had his email right in front of me because I'd give him proper credit. But he was—he uh, said he was listening to our show on that. Uh, it's like some island where the plane, like the you can sit on the beach and the planes come in really close to the beach, so they like fly like I don't know a hundred feet over your head kind of thing. And he mm-hmm. had a picture of him like standing there with a plane soaring like right over his head. <laughs> And you know, like a like a jetliner, you know. Yes, yeah. it, it was cool. We'll have to go back and find that one because it was a good picture. I was impressed, but I don't think he was listening to our show in that picture because he didn't have any headphones on. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, send your email team at lowelo dot com. We always appreciate it. The other thing that we really appreciate are your five star iTunes reviews. Um, Christian, what do we got this week? We got over 700 ratings on the U.S. iTunes review list for Low Elo. That's pretty awesome. Awesome. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. There are are shows that uh, go on for much longer than Low Elo has been going that don't have these kind of ratings. Like, even these kind of numbers. So... I think we owe a debt to our community for yes, taking care we of us do. here. For this momentous occasion, I decided I'm going to do an impression of both the Moo and Morel at the same time oh boy. to read off these reviews. I say oh boy because I'm excited. <laughs> Hold on. So I need to, I need to uh, harness my inner Morel of uh, Moo 
Let me say, when we put also the guitar about updates in the in the uh, upcoming patches of the League of Legends. All right. First up, we have a Brandon Rees. He writes, one of the best League of Legends podcasts out in the market. Oh yeah, and this podcast needs more reading. Thank you for your five-star reading. Next up, we have Kratik. Uh, next up, Varnik Studios. Moshimer, who writes, no one's classy like Lil Elo. No one's cool like Lil Elo. No one's smart like Lil Elo. No one deals tons of damage like Lil Elo. And the 700 five-star review will soon will be celebrating. My the podcast, Lil Elo. Thank you for your review, Mortimer. Next up is Renegade Soda, Gargo, and last but not least, Extols Hose, who writes, Seven Heart Review, I feel so spectacular. Love you guys, great work. Why do they heal? <laughs> Why do they heal? Why do they missiles heal? It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> no, there's no such like thing how, as a healing missile. Like, they're missiles. They're called missiles, but they heal you no one has ever made a missile that heals <laughs> fact oh man what why do they heal it's i'm like, so glad kha'zix is not you know super anymore. popular anymore yeah <laughs> yeah nope turns out they just needed to you know nerf the crap out of them <laughs> yeah problem solved hey mission you know, accomplished i i still remember I still remember watching LCS and chatting in our uh, in our chat room, not in game, but the uh, LCS or not LCS, the Twitch chat room. And someone asked me, you know, and I commented them that he's a that he's OP or that he's a balance issue. They're like, Jeff, why do you say that he's a balance issue? And I'm like, well, they picked him. Just watch. And then in that game, I don't even remember what game it was, but in that game. Kha'Zix ends up going like you know 13 and 2 and gets like a quadra kill at some point and it's the, and he's not even like making it look hard and the same person is just like I think I understand now <laughs> it's like what a stupid champion yeah. I'm, I'm glad they gave him the bat <clears throat> he'll be popular again in 6 months yep We'll see. Well, thank you for your reviews, everybody. And uh, yeah, we've got 701 on the North American, or sorry, the United States iTunes alone. So thank you very much. Uh, I guess we shoot for 800 now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shooting for 800. Let's get. Let's keep it going, guys. We're more than happy to read your reviews out loud on the show. Uh, we also like to read what you have to send us this is normally when i go into the social media stuff right God. yes yeah see see how bad i am we also <laughs> like it when you uh reach out to us individually you can do so on twitter my twitter is eat gamer dave's twitter is low elo dave and christian's is ct felts that's the letter c letter t f-e-l-t-s simple as that uh, follow us, say hello sometime, let us know what you think about the show, and, uh, you know, whatever else. Because it's also a good place, if you don't, even if you don't want to reach out to us, to find out when we post a new show, or if we're streaming, or, you know, what I had for dinner, stuff like that. You know, Picture of a moose. Yeah, a picture of a moose. Have we posted a picture of a moose? No. 
Okay, you're gonna post a you're gonna post a picture of a moose like as soon as we're done, right? Yeah, totally. Okay, sweet, awesome. So you know, follow for a picture of a moose. I mean, by this time you've already missed it, but you could you know follow <laughs> you could follow Dave and then like go back in his Twitter history and then see the picture of a moose that he tweeted. Yep, that he got from a fan because our fans are awesome. Uh, you can of course email us it's team at lowelo. Dot com. We've also got a Facebook where you should certainly like us, certainly, and say hello and comment on something and, you know, tell us really each episode what you like the most. Uh, because strangely enough, I actually read those. I, I, I read those almost in real time just because of the way things are set up over here. Uh, so that's strangely a way to get a hold of us. And Rin manages a lot of our Facebook, so she will see your feedback as well. That uh, Facebook is Low Elo Community, all one word, facebook.com slash Low Elo Community. That's also the name of our Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash Low Elo Community, where we've got casters like Unbent Tomcat and Restart Gaming who uh, take time out of their day to uh, run little tournaments and King of the Hills. In fact, uh, I was watching the King of the Hill last week on Twisted Tree Line, and it was a blast. Even if I don't have a whole lot of respect for Twisted Tree Line, much more with the new one though. I thought that that was like it was just it was awesome watching everyone just rallying around everybody, you know, having fun with Twisted Tree Line and like this like semi-competitive tournament format. It's very yeah, cool. yes, yeah. um, cool. yeah. So make sure you follow on that. It'll let you know every time that the stream goes live. And then last but not least, I hopefully last, um, is the website, www.loelo.com, where you can get the show notes, learn about the music that we run on each show, catch up on previous episodes, and, uh, you know, generally converse with the community. Oh, I knew I missed one. I knew I missed one. The in-game chat. You can reach us in-game and interact with the rest of the community, play a few games, in-game chat, all one word, L-O-W-E-L-O. Check it out. Make sure you set it to auto-join. And if you can't get in, we have three chat rooms and potentially infinite. So just check it out. Coordinate some games. Have some fun. Create some memories. It's summer still, people. All right, I got it. Summer loving happens so fast. Greece, come on. Yeah, no, Greece. <laughs> that's that's manly thing to like. Yeah, Greece. absolutely. No, it's a it's a, a you know American staple right there. <laughs> Great job. Uh, on that bombshell, I'm Jeff Wyckoff, aka Eat Gamer. The guy singing show tunes is Dave Quarles, aka. <laughs> Copy 386. <laughs> Nothing wrong with show tunes, man. No, Come absolutely. On. Absolutely not. And the guy talking like uh, a Moo Morello is uh, Christian, a.k.a. All Your Base 123. Thank you for having me on the show, Dick. It was quite a pleasurable team. A Moo A Moo yeah. A Moo I just go by a Moo It doesn't have to be complicated like that, Copy. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Good night, and don't forget, stay classy, suckers.
Things got kind of deep there. We got all philosophical.